2v1 podcast episode 10 January 15 2015 ready go We can talk whenever. We are talking. Am. You're right. Well, I'm in the process of carrot muting, so don't <laughs> Carrot muting. Carrot. I hate to start things off like this, but you know what I can't wait for? What? I'm already thinking about it. Waking up in the morning and seeing what Zer has for supper. <laughs> I hate you both so much. <laughs> I'm... I'm legitimately looking forward I def- to it. I definitely didn't think you were going to say Destiny stuff, but you did. Hopefully he has exotic engrams. He hasn't done that in a while. I give up. Hey, all of our listeners, don't ever listen to us ever again. Because <laughs> I- I'm done. I quit. It's canceled. 2v1 is canceled. Episode 10. We almost made it. Can, can we just... I don't know. Let's just start a Destiny podcast. I, let's I not. To. And it's funny that we always say 2v1 canceled. That's the first time every, it's been live. Every episode. <laughs> every episode yeah. is 2v1 getting canceled. Fuck that. No. Would you guys have guessed that we would get to 10 episodes? Yeah, I thought we'd totally. get to 10. Yeah. Let the, I think the big feat would be getting to 100. Or 50. I say 50. 50 is quite a feat. Yes, definitely. Ten was no big deal. Yeah, ten. Ten's nothing. The number. Oh. Looking through some news. Hmm. Yeah. Well, well, let's see here. You guys saw that the Xbox went back up to 400. No, wait, but... But now it's coming back down to 350. Back down to 350, yep. Temporary price hike. How weird. What is the logic? I, I uh, Microsoft. That's that's the logic. They probably. I accept your answer. They probably saw that their sales just plummeted within like a week, and then they were like, "Yeah, we should just keep it at three fifty. We sold a lot at that price. We should keep it at that price." And yet they still say it's just a temporary price drop. It, yeah, which is also really weird. Who knows? Well, is uh is that slim one a rumor that has like clout or is it just a rumor? It's just a Okay. I would consider it a rumor with clout just because it's kind of inevitable with their history. It is inevitable, yeah. But as, but as right far now, as when it happens. Yeah. I would I would be surprised if it was that fast within within 2 years. That would be kind of crazy. Yeah. I thought of something the other day. Well, today. What did you think of? Yeah. All right. You ready for this? Yeah. I thought. No. I thought that. All right. So we send. You know, you do the same thing. I'm sure, Nick. Is uh, we send these emails to to Giant Bomb to see if they read them. Mm-hmm. But but we never ask them to each other. The oh, those questions that we ask them. The questions that we ask them, because I know you've had one read on Giant Bomb. I just did. So why don't we just. Bring it to 2v1. Okay, so what's the what was the question that you had answered, Josh? Uh, it was actually perfect. Nick bringing up the slim is I asked them if they thought that whenever the slim launches, Microsoft will remove the TV functionality to make room to slim down the console. And to make it a better video game focused 
video game console. <laughs> a more functioning piece of hardware. Yes. I I, I think they've I, I think it's logistical if they did, and they've already made so many one eighties, they should just say fuck it and remove the TV. I'm shit. sure they yeah, will. Yeah, they can't they can't look any any dumber. That's impossible. Uh, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I'll probably eat my words in a few months over something. And you know what? You could have said that a couple hours ago. <laughs> and then they, they decided to drop the price again. Yeah, good point. Good point. I mean, I... Oh, is, they just blow my mind. They'll they'll definitely get rid of that shit. Like, I can't imagine that many people honestly use it just because of how cumbersome and terrible the dashboard is. Like, you mind as... I don't know of anyone that uses it. Alex, any of your friends use yeah, it that you know of? I don't either. Wait, use what? I'm sorry. The, the TV stuff. Oh God, no! <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need that. Um, yeah, I think it'd be smart if they removed it. I think they will just because they have to see that nobody is using it. Do you know why I think they will remove it? Why? It's because th- this is completely mind-boggling. I don't know how I thought of it, but Phil Spencer is going to listen to Two V One. You're right, and take note on removing the TV functionality. Yeah, he'll hear it. Mm, true. He'll hear the three people that are so not typical consumers, and he'll be like, yeah, we, yeah, should, like we the, should get the, rid of that. <laughs> the strictest, most critical consumers of all yeah. time. We should take them serious. But if there were more people who thought more critically, you'd be able to change things faster. Quite a lot of people would need to do that. Well, the majority, a vast majority. Yeah. But that's the whole, that's the whole idea behind everything I do and the reason I, you know, oh, I won't buy this for this reason or whatever. I, I know I'm not going to make a difference, but at least I can complain about it if I'm walking the walk, we'll say. That's true. I, I think sometimes <laughs> you have to think like, it doesn't matter past a certain point, but I don't know. Well, I, as I've also said before, I never like punish myself. You know, I, it, like if there's something I'm really, really, that's what I mean, really dying to do. I mean, I don't know. That's not true because sometimes I really do. I'm so stubborn. I'll stick to the principle regardless. But for, you know, just the reason I don't play Destiny, I'm not like punishing myself. I, I still don't have a desire to play it. So, right. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I was, what I was referring to. But um, I have an announcement of myself to make. Uh, finally, beat Evil Within. <laughs> finally, this is, yes, this is where we I cue add the that word. Insert. What'd you say, Josh? This is where we cue the clapping sound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I don't regret putting it on the game of the year list, but I probably would have taken it back a few notches, maybe. Yeah. So it was still worth it, playing. It's totally worth playing. I'm not. I do not regret playing it at all. Interesting. I, I do. I will say that toward the end, it started getting that. I hate using this word because this is how you kill a game for me. But it started having that chore feel. Yep. Um. The like some of the things just really, really started wearing wearing me down. And th- th- this is something you're really gonna love, especially you, Nick. As usual, there were parts that turned into a shooting gallery. Yep. They added enemies with guns. Why Ew. do video games Ew. do that? Why Why is the same trope happening over and over and over again? Refresh my memory. Did that happen in Resident Evil 4 at all? 
Uh, four. They had guns. Yeah, the crossbows. Cross no, I remember the crossbows. Was that it? No, was that the extent? Alex. They had guns at the. You're right. The last you, you area. Were at, the, at the military base. Yep. Okay, so and I mean, Resident Evil is a perfect example, and five and six don't even get me started. And obviously, like something stupid like Dead Space Three. You know, it tried. It it did well at first, and then oh, let's let's just pitch you up against you know hordes of human enemies with guns because that's what you're playing this game. Didn't for. play it. You know, I good for it. you for that and reason. I like it. So it, I mean, it's just, if I sat down and thought of it, I could come up with a dozen more examples, but add evil within the list. Now these horrifying nightmare zombie creatures, let's give them guns. And they're, they're extremely frustrating with them too. Some of them have, and I do mean actual guns, but some of them have their own crossbows with the explosive bolts. And I'm not kidding you. They'll shoot you with it and it'll explode and you're on the ground and they'll, They'll pretty much shoot you on the ground before you get up. Like you can't move. Yeah. They just keep hitting you with these explosive you get bolts. Caught I'm in like, a loop. are you kidding me? This and and all of these things. Another one of the things that I I realized really started making me mad about that game is how frequently there are instant kills. And I don't mean if you're low on health and something does a lot of damage or me being careless. Just things that you have no control over yeah. and you die instantly from them, no matter what kind of health you have. There's one boss, or not a boss, but there's one enemy that just, he sort of looks like the, it's like a dummy version of the main antagonist, Ruvik, and he's just standing there, and he sends these these huge bloody hands that come up out of the ground after you, and they move fairly quickly toward you, and you have to kill him to get the hands to stop, and if the hands get anywhere near you, they just grab you and kill you instantly. That's not challenging. Yeah, that's, it's not fun. No. It is irritating. And I don't understand why that things like that are so commonplace in that game. Like, there's this one spider lady with real long black hair and all these arms. And no matter how much, how, no matter how much health you have, or how well you evade her for ten straight minutes, and you're trying to kill her and go through this whole song and dance, oh, you, she got too close, instant death. That's that's not fun. It's not challenging. It's just irritating. Yeah. And it really resonated whenever I beat the game. I, I liked the feature that they had a death count, but it just made me mad. Uh, the game took me just a hair under 16 hours. Very pleased with that length, by the way. But I died 90 times. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, wow. okay, this That's... is not a Souls game. Yeah, that sounds like a that lot. 90 is a lot. I mean, I, that's a lot to stomach, so... 16 hours um, sounds like really long for that game, actually. I did not know it was that long. Yeah, and, and it uh, it sort of makes sense. There's 15 chapters, so okay. yeah. I, I guess, you know, a little over an hour or maybe an hour per. And, of course, that's in your first run-through. You know, if I played it again, it would be which, faster. why would I do yeah. that? But I'd be able to fly through it. Plus, they, you do you get some pretty cool unlocks. So for people who were, like, a huge fan of the game, they do take care of the people who want to do new game pluses and all that. They, I got a, a rocket launcher, a a machine gun that was sort of reminiscent of the... Chicago typewriter from Resident Evil 4. So I was a big fan of that. Both Destiny weapons. Shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't I can't remember what else. There, there might have been a couple other small things. But it was cool, so I did like that. Um, another insane uh, trope that you see, there's always some sort of a stupid driving and or turret scene in every video game. There why? is. And you don't... I don't know why. It's terrible. Even, even the... Resident Evil 4 and beyond started adding that stuff, too. Of course. 
Absolutely. And you know what? Honestly, those games are responsible for a lot of this crap. They are. So I'm not blind. They are because uh-uh. Resident Evil 4 was like one of the first over the shoulder third person things. Like that was, yes. that was a yes. big deal. Yes. Ex- that exact, uh, same kind of play style. Not to mention, of course, there, I mean, that, is that, is that not the same guy? Survival horror creator? Oh, I can't yeah, remember his name. It's Miyazaki, I think. Something like yeah. that. So, so yeah, I mean, that's, I'm sure that's all connected, but, Anyhow, uh, chapter 12 was just absolutely infuriating because it was one of those, these crazy things. Like you're riding on the back of this bus and shooting this way over the top Resident Evil 6 style enemy. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do any spoilers, but the final boss of the game, Resident Evil 6 style, so stupid. I mean, just so stupid. That's all, that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> that's, um, that's a pretty they basic added, description. Yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, it's hard yeah. to go into too much detail without spoiling, but, and th- there were other annoying things that they added later on in the game. They added these little spinning floor saws. They're, they, they're just literally a buzz saw that just skids along the floor and gets you in your way and cuts you and you can't stop them. Why would you add that? <laughs> Why would you put that in a video to make, game ever? To make you mad. Ar- it's just arbitrarily like, lengthening the game. Yeah, well, exactly. Some of the, some of the actual aspects of what happened at the end of the game were a little Matrix-esque, which I really enjoyed. I thought that was cool. But then as they actually wrapped the game up, I sort of didn't really know what happened and then it ended and the credits rolled and I was like, damn it. So. That sounds like a typical Japanese horror game though. Yeah, which. That's, that sounds like a typical that game. That sounds like a typical <laughs> game. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, it, it, uh, that's not a huge complaint of mine, but it was, it was a little uh, anticlimactic, I guess, but um, that's pretty much. Did, uh, I think that was. I wanted to Go know. Ahead. Did you Resident Evil Four? One of the things that I'll never forget is that you move like a piece of shit still, and like it was one of the first games to do that. So like back then, it was okay, and I didn't get pissed. But do you still move like sort of like a tank in third person? over the shoulder and evil within like you can't dodge shit or anything like you just have the, to take hits yeah the the gameplay they're, they're not, the mechanics aren't perfect and that's for sure and it's one of my big complaints about the actual gameplay is the sprinting mechanism yeah. it it's way too short of a bar and it as i think i mentioned on an earlier podcast if you're running for a while and you get it down to the bottom of the bar. It there's there, it sort of runs over even when you take your finger off the bumper. Mm-hmm. So you have to account for that. And when you do run out, you you know you start panning and all that crap, and you're you know bent over. So you're totally vulnerable there. Um, so it, it's it's definitely not perfect. It's it's not broken either because you know I, I saved that for games that really piss me off. But yeah, the term broken. Yeah, still very. I still really enjoyed the game for people who are big fans of survival horror and are looking for a good single player experience, I absolutely would recommend it, but go into it knowing these different things. You know, it's not perfect, obviously. And also that, that whole moving thing, Nick, I know some people are especially sensitive to it. I I would say you more so than I, for example, because I love all that kind of movement in the fixed camera early Resident Evil. Yeah. I don't I mean, mind that at all. That's that's part of the, the game. That's but like a hallmark this of point, that type of game. Yeah. Yeah. At, at this point, especially in a game like Evil Within, 
it could have used a little work, but it wasn't horrible. There, I don't want to say there were a ton of times when I died because of that. The, the main reason I died is because there's two enemies, or there's too many enemies that just wipe you out in one yeah. hit with, with, with too much of a range, I'll say. Yeah, that I hate. I hate when games decide to do stuff like that. Like, here's this really tough enemy for kind of no reason, or yeah. or you can just die immediately because hey, this is the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately, that started long before the end of the game with enemies. Like oh, that. oh, yeah, def- yeah, yeah. There were plenty of enemies that did that. But to just to go back to the imposter Ruvik enemy with the bloody hands, my my method the very first or maybe second time i died from that and i was fuming already i just immediately i was like okay and you did get a magnum in that game which was a pleasant surprise i was not expecting that and as soon as i saw him pulled out the magnum and used around you have very limited uh magnum ammunition in that game but as soon as i saw one of those i just knocked them out immediately totally worth using a magnum round to not have to worry about that crap but in summary with my game of the year list for next year, I will make a strong effort to make sure I put completely finished titles on the list only because I would hate to have for something to have happened where I totally did a 180 and said that shouldn't have been on my list. And again, that is not the case, but I probably wouldn't have put it up. So I high. think, yeah, I think it would be pretty crazy for you to be liking a game and not only maybe like not be so into the ending, but go from, to want to wipe go it out from completely. that, like, oh, I wish I never would have played that. Like, I wasted all this time. Yeah, that that definitely wasn't going to happen with that game. Yeah. But, of course, this year was hectic, and this po- <clears throat> this podcast has turned out to be a blessing because it really does, it makes me make more time to play, and that's a really good thing. It so. is a good thing. I, I squeeze that. a lot of time in for just random stuff. I finished... um. I finished Metal Gear Rising, which has taken the title of shortest game I've ever played. Shortest, mm-hmm. shortest triple A title I've ever played. Yeah, shortest real title that shouldn't be that yeah, short. Yeah, <laughs> it, like, like if I would have bought that game at $60, normally, I mean, we talk about how like we want value out of a game and like $60 is a lot and whatever. If I would have got that game for sixty dollars, I don't. I think I would have blown up from rage at how short it was because <laughs> it. I my playtime was three hours, three and a half hours. It was insane, and um, it actually even had a lot of the longer cutscenes that are just typical of the Metal Gear franchise, even though it wasn't really made by Kojima. It was um, it was Platinum. Which made Bayonetta and a couple more recent games. That what was the shooter they made? Uh, shooter on the 360. Was it? It begins with a V. Oh, Vanquish. Uh, person, Vanquish. Like I need Vanquish. to play. Love I still game. want to play that. Um, because fantastic. Because I've got I've gained a little bit of an appreciation for that company by only playing two games. But um, like we we are, I don't Alex. Did you play the original Bayonetta? Cause that was like, no god. Okay, no. cause that that was when we were at GameStop, so I didn't know if you like just checked it out for achievements or whatever. But um, no sir. It, I mean, it's it's a, it was fun. It's a Devil May Cry hack and slash esque game. Like it's the exact yeah. same, and it was fine. It was totally competent. Um, but then 
this was the second game I played of theirs, and I know they they just made Bayonetta 2, and they made another game on Wii U I want to play. But, like, I, I, do, I do really like the style that they have. Like, Metal, Metal Gear Rising could have totally just, instead of being a video game, could have just been an anime. It could have been, like, a short anime, like, a couple episodes, and it would have been really fucking cool. Because that, that's how that game was presented. Like, it had a lot of really crazy over-the-top cutscenes, and then you kind of just did the same thing over and over in the gameplay. Like, it wasn't very deep. Um, But I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if I'd recommend people playing it. <laughs> like, I, I got it really cheap on Steam, so I'm not upset about it, and I didn't, I don't feel like I wasted my time. But, I, I don't know. The, uh, the last boss, Josh, you told me was like, was like really cool and whatever, and I had heard from other places, like online, that it was really cool and whatever, and I, I kinda just was like, yeah, this isn't anything special. When I beat it. It was just so insane. It was insane. Was he like the governor or the mayor yeah, the, or something? The senator. Alex, you'll probably never play it, right? Senator. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I probably will. Really? Especially with it being that short. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, yeah. Well, we don't need to worry about, you won't even know anything by just the senator, but. Yeah, I mean, if anything, the biggest thing to worry about with spoilers is anybody who's listening. So just keeping that in I mind. I think, I ahead. think there's a date. It's, though, that after a game well, comes out, you don't really need to. I didn't realize that that game is not that, game that old. Is so fucking old. It is not is old. It? It's it's really? like a year and a half old. When did it come out? It came out in 2013. Bullshit, really? Yeah. No way. That's crazy. 2013. When did I play it? I don't know. I I I thought it was a lot older than it was. Well, too. Simon, no doubt you played it 10 minutes after it came out in stores, so that's why it seems so old to you. And True. beat it an no, hour later. Yeah. Can't disagree it, with um, that. That game... Seriously, it tried to do too many things at once, though, also. It tried to be a Metal Gear game inside a hack-and-slash game, which just made me so mad. That fundamentally makes zero it sense. Had, um, it had stealth stuff that... I, I complained about Last of Us stealth. <sighs> wow, is this probably the worst stealth in quotations i've ever experienced in a game yeah because they they'll they set up parts of that game where like it's it's really calm and quiet because normally that game is just really bad like asian new metal mixed with you are just killing so many people and chopping them into tiny pieces so it's usually like really crazy and intense and loud so, like, whenever it gets quiet, you can, like, guess that it's supposed to be a stealth section. And they even, they even threw in the cardboard box, the, the typical Metal Gear thing. And mm-hmm. there, there were a couple of those items that you can hide in. But anytime you tried to do that, the, the radar, there's a radar like Metal Gear. There's no vision cones on the enemies. So you have no idea what they can actually see. And they can see you from very far away. So you you think like, oh, I'm far enough away, like I have experience with Metal Gear games, there's no way they could see me here. Actually, they can, and you're just fighting everybody again. So yeah. it, it really fell apart at stuff like that. It, and they really tried to do that stealth stuff probably for half of the game. In which Refresh my memory, were there throwables? 
There were throwables. There was. I don't ever remember using them. Me either. I don't. Me think. either. There was. Do you no mean reason. like to 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 distract? Yeah. People? There was. There was like a chaff grenade. Which would, you know, disrupt security and stuff in the other... Me- in- well, no, those those things I like. But I mean, like, the bullshit, which I want to go on record as saying, I hate this stuff. But, like, bottles and bricks and oh, stuff. Oh, no, 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 no. There wasn't anything. No, like I, meant okay. just, I meant I meant throwables. Yeah, there, there were, like, grenades gotcha. and whatever. There, were, there was nothing to distract enemies because... Okay, I can't say... That was an evil within, and I never used it. I hate stuff It like was that. in Last of uh-huh. Us, too. Huh. It's in Far Cry 4, and I used it all the time. I did use it in the Far Cry games, because it was in 3 also, the rocks. Well, if it's good and it's useful and it works, then great. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, there, w- there would be no reason for that to be in Metal Gear, because, like no. I said, you can be just 100 feet away, which a normal person would see you in a video game 100 feet away, an enemy usually can't see you. And... Mm-hmm. They would just see you, and you just have to fight everyone, and that just annoyed me because it it like wasted. Even though it was really short, it wasted that little bit of time where you're thinking I should try and be stealthy, and you actually can't. Like I I don't know how anybody would be stealthy in that game unless I'm just crazy. But uh, Josh, were you ever able to do any of that? Do you even remember being able to do that? I do not remember. Any stealth parts in that game. Okay. Because there weren't... Not a single one. If you really think about it, there weren't any. But, yeah. But did they try to actually make it stealth, or were you trying to make no, that's, it stealth when it really wasn't that's stealth? That's what I mean. Oh, you know Nick wasn't trying. No, that's what I mean, is, like, the the way that it presented those sections to you, it... it everything would get real quiet. They, they made points in a couple levels, giving you the cardboard box... They gave you a, a barrel. I think you get a barrel in Metal Gear 4. Um, so they, they made a point. They were like, try and sneak past these guys. And there, there was a codec. So like, there's people talking to you all the time too. And they were like, you should try and avoid fighting these, this air in this area. And mm-hmm. it never worked. I, I never got through an area in that game where they told you to do that without fighting. Good to know. I'm, I'll just run and gun. Yeah, there, there's no point. Like, don't even equip the box. Like, just run in and kill everybody. But I, uh, I did love that, that, like, just slicing everybody up. I don't know if you remember seeing any of that stuff for that game, Alex. I do. Yes. (laughs) It's, I remember seeing a couple of trailers. It's so stupid. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like, you, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like an action bar and you can only, you can only slow down time for so long and you only want to do it at certain points because otherwise you just run up and do damage, but it'll, it'll like flash something on the screen and that's when you hit it. And then you can just chop them up and do as many pieces as you want. And I did it all the time, even though it was really dumb and like you could stop it after you totally killed the people. I would just still sit there and just go, go crazy. Like just cutting them up into a million pieces. Cause I, I do still think that's a really fun little mechanic that I have obviously never seen in another game. Like that, that they had, they had that programmed to recognize all these different cuts you were making. Do you know what game kind of started that first? That I can remember at least. What? Is Afro Samurai. That would have come out before that. Yeah, you're right. That game sucked. You loved that game, Josh. That game was so bad. I loved that game. It was so good. (laughs) 
It was so bad. I couldn't <laughs> beat it. I I got so irritated I, uh, that I didn't beat it. I 100% did. I did everything. That was hard I remember as fuck. The only thing I care about Afro Samurai is I made money off the little statues. <laughs> I like the anime because it's really good. <laughs> the anime is fantastic. Uh, uh, you did make me watch an episode or two, Josh. It was cool. Um. Anyways, I'm reading about Revengeance randomly just because we're talking about stealth. And then I wikipedia stealth or Googled stealth. Metal Gear, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> I did not know Kojima actually started the production. Well, when I said that Kojima had nothing to do with it, like, they, it totally still had all of the Metal Gear bullshit. No, no, what I meant, though, is Kojima was making it. Oh. They had the game. They were, and then they quietly canceled it because they couldn't get the um, cutting concept down. It was too difficult for them. Oh. That would have been interesting to see something like that from whoever i don't even technically know what his studio is called it's like fox whatever but i don't know if they're considered a developer it would have it, it oh. would have been interesting to see them make something other than a metal gear like stealth game kojima even came out and said uh and i quote advised fans to try it or try the game but would not focus on stealth Okay, but don't focus on stuff. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I just don't, I don't know why that, that, why they even tried. Like, why it, that that game was just so over the top, like bombastic craziness, all the time. So I, it just was weird that they even attempted to do stuff like that. It did, like I said, it had all that Metal Gear bullshit. Like there was really, really long explanations of stuff that just went right over your head. You're just like. What are you talking about? What is happening right now? This is just silly. <laughs> that that I was I was actually happy that that existed still. <laughs> yeah, they they released a lot of they released three DLC items for that. Wow, I mean it two campaign missions and then thirty. VR it had yeah, it has all that that score attack and it has VR missions which I didn't even look at because even though even though it was like fun i i did have fun with that game definitely overall i didn't think it played totally well so i wouldn't i'm definitely not interested in even checking any of that out did you josh did you play any of the vr missions i did not yeah it that uh, did you did you get all the dlc when you bought on Steam? no i don't i don't think i did if i did i wasn't aware that i did I, i'm pretty sure it didn't come with it though um, the, it had like a counter, a countering system that I feel like I never got down. Like you could, you could block everything, but, and then I thought you could counter off of that, but I was never able to. I was always, I was always just blocking and then not doing any like follow up or anything. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Yeah. It's too long ago for you because you probably did play it right when it came out. <laughs> I'm sure I did. Yeah, I don't know that it, it it's not worth spending as much time as we have already on it. It's just super crazy and dumb. Story wise, it is the <laughs> furthest along in the series, though. So it takes. So it's place, after four. It takes place. Yeah, it's four years after. I did four. not know that. I actually thought there's a little. I thought it was before there, four. There's a little chronology 
on the Wikipedia page, it shows all the Metal Gears. Hmm. So it takes place in 2018. So we can look forward to we can look forward to cyborgs in three years. Cyborg ninjas and talking uh, talking dogs. dogs. Yeah. Oh, great! Cool. I'm excited for that. It'll be just like that dog in Call of Duty Ghosts. We can just send him in and do all the killing for us. <laughs> this dog was way more intense. <laughs> Speaking of Call of Duty Ghosts, it was the 10th most selling game of 2014. Weird. Why? I don't know. I do not I'm know. surprised it's not higher, personally. But well, it everything out... above it's actually pretty legit. But it came out... A year, over a year ago. Still top selling. Yeah, that's that's wild. Why not just get Advanced Warfare? <laughs> I guess it came out at oh which came out okay. In the fall. I was confused. You're saying Ghosts? Was. Yeah, Ghosts. Yes, Ghosts yeah. was. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, Advanced Warfare was actually the top selling game, 2014. Okay, now that does make more sense. That's what I was. That's what I was getting at. Okay. Yeah. Two was Madden. Three was Destiny. Four was GTA, and then Minecraft is still up there. Yeah, Minecraft wow. is still just unbelievable, and probably will uh, be for a long time. I, I think it's cool, Nick, that legitimately I can call you a pioneer because you played it when it was a nothing beta. Shit it is a beta. Yeah, <laughs> nobody knew anything about it. I mean, I hate to sound like a video game hipster right now, but you really were the first person. I mean, this was years ago. That you played, yeah, literally. And I spent a ton of time in it, and then, and, and I didn't even do anything that is why it's so popular now. It's it's so popular with younger kids, and that was because it, yes, it is. That was because it came out on everything, like everything. Yep, it's yeah, even on old. phones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just playing yeah, it, was it on completely PC inaccessible by to that audience when it first came out, and you know, in the beta form. Yeah, because the only reason I knew about it was like somebody in like college, one of my classmates, and um you could either play it in a browser or you had to buy it for $10 and download it. And that was the only way to play it. And I like I had never even heard of it until him, so yeah, it it's crazy to think that it's still super popular because I lost interest in it um just because of I started breaking it, which I knew I shouldn't have done. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I put in, I downloaded a thing that just let you put in whatever you want, and that just ruined it. <laughs> that was that was sort of like my my horrifying revelation with Skyrim. Yeah, well, yeah, it's exactly the same thing, yep. I mean, that was the, the weirdest thing ever whenever I realized, okay, I'm just continuously upgrading these and compounding these potions and the restoration boosting, and, and all of a sudden it hit me like a bag of rocks. I was like, "There's no point." I just to had anything. a brush with existentialism. I was like, "What's it all yeah. for?" Yeah. <laughs> you know, what am I doing? You can become, it, you can become in, infinitely powerful. Did either of you end up beating the campaign in that the story mission? Yeah, I. Oh hell I yeah. Did. Okay, but I w- I waited my standard year. Once once a year had passed, I beat the game. Yeah, I don't. It was a long time after for me, for sure. I think I beat it actually at uh, Christmas break. I remember I beat it in my living room at home, and it was on Christmas break the year following. So, I you know what I still have not played, and this is insane, is Dragonborn. I haven't. I didn't either. It. I didn't even buy it yet. Yeah, I, I definitely will. And I, I look forward Dragonborn? to that. But I think I played Dragonborn. 
I, I'm sure you did, Josh. I, I mean, once again, you probably played it as soon as it came out. I know it's really good. Um, was that the one that you got the bow at the end? So uh, the- no, that was that was the kind of poopy one, the vampire. I thought the one. first one was kind of yeah. crappy. Yeah, that was why I didn't like jump right on it, and I wasn't oh, even playing what the heck Skyrim. Was that called uh, Dragonborn was the one. They they yes. added. They either added levels or allowed you to redistribute levels. Yeah, or they something, could something level. They let you. They let you redistribute in Dawnguard. Okay. Yeah. Wait a minute. Uh, Dawnguard. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Well, there there was something crazy that happened. Um, character development wise, I could have sworn in Dragonborn. I have no idea because I've avoided it, and it came out. Yeah. It came out when I was past playing that game. Yeah. Well, that, that, I'm never past playing Elder Scrolls, as you well know, but well, I mean, I, I still go back to Oblivion, whereas I don't do that quite as much with Skyrim, even though I still love it. I played Skyrim probably a month ago for a while. Again, nice. like, I still, I still play them a little bit too. I just, that, that just came out right at the point where I was like, yeah, I don't feel like playing Skyrim or, yeah. or buying DLC. Or, or furthermore, past the point of playing it with a goal. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. When, when I go back, I just boot up the most recent character I was on, and I just enjoy doing whatever comes to mind, and, in, and most importantly, listening to the music. <laughs> I, <laughs> you think, know? I so. think that was a major difference between Oblivion and Skyrim, is that in Skyrim, I felt like I was never accomplishing anything. Like, I, I still loved that game, and I still put a ton of time into that game. But in Oblivion, it was always fun to, like, just focus on a stat or something and, like... Yeah, I, no, I know what you mean. I can't I can't quite put my finger on it, but... It's a little hard to I still, Yeah, and, and, of course, the leveling system is extremely different. Yeah. With, with the... At- I, I missed having attributes. Yeah, um, yeah. As opposed to just the skill-based stuff. So I, I, I agree with you. And even though... Um, the idea of the attribute and leveling system in Oblivion made sense. It, of course, didn't really pe- work out the way that it, that and in an ideal way. But then, of course, you could once you learned exactly how it worked, you could sort of exploit it, but and not that, to a point where you could you could you couldn't break it. You could just get really powerful really fast up to a point. Yeah, so. I thought that's that's what I mean. Is like in Oblivion, you could exploit something to the point where you feel like you're breaking the game in a fun way but in Skyrim you f- you find an exploit just to get to level 100 of a skill and it doesn't yeah, feel like it's exactly. making a difference and when it comes to all the armor enhancements there is i mean no real legitimate limit whereas you are limited by things in oblivion and that's a good thing. yeah but on another Exciting note. I started D4 last night. Oh. I'm excited. You didn't say anything. I'm, I'm real curious. I was waiting. <laughs> uh, of, as you know, I was waiting to make sure that I beat Psycho Break. <laughs> That's the Japanese name for Evil Within, by the way. I forgot to bring that up earlier. Psycho we absolutely break. love Psycho Break. But anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, D4. I fell in love with it almost immediately. It is... This, this this is an important part for me to immediately also tell people I'm not recommending playing D4 for everybody. I want to because I want everybody <laughs> yeah. to support Swery. Yeah. But do not 
jump into this game without knowing what you're getting into it because you may be severely disappointed. That being said, for all of our Deadly Premonition fans out there, if there are any, and I hope there are, there it are is none. so reminiscent of it. There's a bunch of little different things. Obviously, character quirks. My my favorite. There, there. I mean, there's a couple things that are directly Deadly Premonition. Every time that your character David Young pretty, talks to himself, pretty much, mm-hmm. he puts his hand and two fingers up to his head. Does he really? I swear to God, I didn't know. It's that. It's just like, yeah, it's just like York and Zach. So really funny. I love seeing that, and he does it consistently. Um, one of the characters that was introduced, they, they sort of bring them on screen, show their face and everything. Then, you know, have that borderlands, the name splashes up on that kind of a thing. Guess what, uh, the first introduced character's name is. Yeah. I just said it. It's Forrest Kaysen. Oh, I must have missed that. Sorry. Yeah. Loved that. Yeah. That's Thought it was hilarious. hilarious. Yeah. And, and apparently that's not the only shared name uh, on a couple of other sweary games, but. The, the first, my first, uh, encounter with the QTE, the quick timing events in it were actually a lot of fun. They weren't stupid and they weren't mind dumbing either. And they, but they weren't, you know, unnecessarily difficult. I, I, I messed a couple up, but there, there's a wide range of different things you can do. They are, you know, of course, thumbstick specific, right, left trigger specific, because it is built for connect, which I, of course, have zero interest I've heard- in. I've heard though that that game actually does benefit from Connect. It it probably does. I can see that happening. Actually, matter of fact, when Tommy was starting it and playing it, he said I I could see this game kind of being cool from it. Yeah. But I I will say it's this, not worth buying. I am for. not. No God, no. It is not at all uh, a detriment playing with the controller. It it works totally fine. Um, some of the. The, the, that initial wave of quick time events I thought were really fun. I ended up getting a mouse thrown in my mouth, which was a really weird scene. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, uh, I love picking up, there are so many different things in the environment that you can, I don't want to say scan, but you basically hover yeah. over and these little notes pop up on it. I mean, there's just so many different things to interact with and everything. The first piece of food I found, lollipop, deadly premonition, loved it. Um, your character is obsessed with uh with tequila and specifically which is funny cuz this is what i always preach to people about getting tequila he specifies it has to be 100% agave <laughs> and i i love the attention to detail that is typical sweary character development you know what i mean yeah and also Kyle McLachlan style so uh, so far, I'm a huge fan of it. I got to, I went, I did my first dive, as they call it, back in time, and I'm on the airplane, and I'm in the middle of that. They introduced some, you know, goofy ass characters. Yeah. This one dude with this, the green hair and everything. Yep, I saw just, that. Yeah. <laughs> ex- extremely quirky, very unique gameplay. Don't go into this game just if you know nothing about it or Swery and what his mind is capable of, because. Whether or not you like it, you'll definitely just be like, what the hell? So yeah, where, it's good to do a little homework. Where Deadly Premonition looked like I didn't play it, but I know the whole entire game. It looked like it had just horrid shooting mechanics. Um, oh, it was t- terrible. Yeah. But, the, you know, I couldn't help but love it. The, the reason that game is so, like, beloved and has a cult status is because of the characters and the story and the writing and everything. And, yep. um, 
that that is what D four looks like without shitty gameplay, which is awesome. Exactly. I yeah, I enjoy playing it. It's it's very much uh, gameplay wise, Josh, you wouldn't mind it because it's basically a telltale it, game. Yeah, it looks so like an cool. adventure yeah, game. That's, I knew. Yeah, that's that much. that's all it is. That. But um, yeah, the Deadly Premonition is another one. I can't recommend it, especially because the gameplay is so wonky. But it honestly, I joked in a previous podcast about talking about it, and I'm not going to go on a soapbox about it, but one of my favorite narratives in any video game ever, and that's stacking up against the big dogs, too. I mean, it is just so one-of-a-kind way out there, and of course, anybody who's a huge Twin Peaks fan would love it even more. What's interesting is... Totally Twin Peaks. It is Twin Peaks, and the funny thing is, I think a lot, most people played it and of course they ran online and were like, Oh my god, this game is Twin Peaks. I had never seen it because I was like one or two years old <laughs> when that show came out. Mm-hmm. So I ended up watching the show as a result of Deadly Premonition, and now both things I hold very dear to my heart. So I definitely but again it's it's a super quirky show and, and all that, so it's hard from you know, it's for a specific audience. And it's but- coming back. Yes, yes, it sure is. After 25 years, I'm so Cannot excited wait for, for that. that. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to rewatch everything because, uh, as I think I told you, Nick, whenever I went home at Christmas, I was watching a bunch with my family, and I'm probably just gonna start from the first and go through again. Mm-hmm. I watched it recently especially, enough. Well, especially the stuff at the end. Yeah, I was, I was like, what the hell is going on? I do not remember this at all. <laughs> yeah, it gets so. real weird. Yes, very. When's that next season start? Did they say? I'm guessing not anytime soon because they just recently announced that Kyle MacLachlan's in it again. So I don't even know if they even filmed it or started filming. It's probably a ways off. So that will give me time to watch it. Oh, you should totally watch it. It's only two seasons. I would be astounded if you get through it. Josh, I would but be I too. Hope I I, w- I hope you prove me wrong. Yeah, I kind of don't see you liking it, but who knows? Is it why? I, I want to know. I'm intrigued. I have a hard time explaining it, why. It just but doesn't. I, just, I really don't like think a, it's your cup of tea. It just doesn't seem like a Josh Simon thing. Actually, I'll tell you exactly why. Because okay. you walked out on Jack Nance and at Wild. Oh, and, right. Wild you did, yeah, you didn't. <laughs> yep. Yep, that's a good example. There, there was more to play at that than just not. <laughs> no, I remember. I, I know what you're talking about. But in all, all seriousness, that is a very good barometer of what of this the absurdity and oddity of that show. It probably they, never would have made it to TV if Mark Frost weren't there. My guess is to sort of limit Lynch's insanity. Are they half hour or hour long episodes? Hour. Yeah, they're hour. I think it's all on Netflix, right? Yeah, it is. Yes, it's it is. easy, easily accessible. Mm-hmm. Oh, I might have to give it a go. We'll I'll, I'll make my usual statement. If our podcast gets even one new Twin Peaks and better yet, David Lynch fan out there, oh. then I will consider this episode a success. <laughs> I'll consider two v one a success. Yes. You guys know David Lynch is huge in Philadelphia, right? Yes, absolutely. There's there's stuff about him out here. All Isn't the time. he from there, or am I completely I insane? I think I, he has something to do. I actually with don't know. I'm not. I'm gonna fact check real quick. Hashtag David Lynch. 
No, he's uh, completely not. But I know exactly he's somehow extremely affiliated, and I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think he's from Philly, or he something with the schools out here. I don't know. I don't feel like looking either. Hmm. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Besides the fact, maybe I'll give Twin Peaks a shot. Wait, okay, I'm an idiot. Okay, born in Montana, but hometown Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, cool. Basic. Maybe I'll go find where he lived and sit on the doorstep. And then I can ex- I can enjoy that vicariously through you. <laughs> I wonder if that's he, where he got all the industrial fascination stuff. Because I, like, I think so. I mean, there. I haven't seen enough of Philly out here, but it it definitely is big enough and sprawling, and it seems like it's old enough to where there would be a lot of that of a, abandoned like factory type shit that he loved doing everything with. Yeah, exactly. Makes sense. Uh so you know what we should do? What? Go. We we should all because I couldn't tell you the last time we played a game together is we should play the Evolve beta that came out today. We could play it this weekend. That actually could be a good idea. Cuz I want to I want to play fun. it. I'd play for a little bit just to see what it's like. Yeah, I wanna I wanna check out what it actually is for myself. Totally free, no registration, no effort involved. No yeah, effort. It's an open beta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No effort. Count me in. Yeah, <laughs> I actually thought it was funny because I saw when I I was just playing Destiny a little bit and I saw people, I saw somebody on my friends list playing Evolve, and it's interesting that when you first turn on the Xbox One. There isn't anywhere immediately showing you, hey, you can play this. Like, that is a horribly missed opportunity, unless you're looking around probably in the store or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was the 360 dashboard? I don't even remember it. Did it Did it have? Yeah, it had advertisements. That kind of right, right on the, the front page? Yep. I would ass- th- that's yeah. what I mean. I would assume that's something that they would be like, hey, why don't you download this? It's free. Play it. Or something. Yeah. Especially of, of, of all the companies to not do that. Yeah. Like, to, to not have something of like that right on the main page of the dashboard. Uh, yeah, I never thought of that. However, I'm happy they don't. So. <laughs> I don't, but, but I mean, stuff it's like okay. that, stuff like an open beta for a game that is next gen only or whatever, current gen, it's a new thing, it's not an existing franchise, whatever. You'd think that they would want more people playing it as e- like as easily as possible, I guess. So that that was all. I was just surprised by that because I thought it didn't start until tomorrow or something, and I would have had no idea other than I saw a friend playing it. <laughs> so, Josh, you said you didn't yeah, want to play I, it again. I, I mean, if if we all played it together, I'd play it. Yeah. And I'd like to. I mean, they for all I know, they could have made drastic changes between the alpha and the beta. But um, I w- I'm actually real intrigued how at how many monsters they have now. Have you seen that? Are there a lot since we last talked I about there, it? I think there's like six. I think they just announced the sixth. That's more than I expected. So that's really cool. It's either the sixth or the fourth. It's called the go. Uh, I could be super wrong. Uh, there's four. <laughs> That sounds okay. like how many it would launch with. And then you can pay $600 for one more. 
Is it is it four, including <laughs> that was announced today? Or there was one announced yesterday or, or within a week or so. I, I say. don't know. Either way, I wasn't expecting to, there to be even four, honestly. I mean, that's what I'm saying, though, is four sounds like the right number. Like, four yeah. for launching. That's that's not necessarily the right number that I want to hear, but four sounds oh, like a behemoth. launching number for a game. <laughs> the one it, they announced it two days ago is called the Behemoth. So, how many is that now? One, two, three. Oh, and guess what? It's a DLC monster. Oh, no! Oh... <laughs> uh. I don't know what that means. I'm on the Evolve wiki. I rest my case. It, wait, three <laughs> monsters have been confirmed for release with it. Yes, but I remember them saying that all their DLC will be free. Really? What's the point then? Yeah, what's, I don't understand. Because it's probably not ready. Well, that's fine. If it's free, I'm not going to complain. Yeah, I mean. And that... if they're, if they're getting pressured to release it and they're like, well, because we're getting pressured and it's not complete yet, then we'll release it later when it is ready and functioning and free. I'm good with now that. They, they either said all DLC is free, but I, I want to think it was more specific no where way. they said all maps will be free. Yeah, there's no there's no way everything is going to be free. There's no way. Uh, fact check. It's I think Evolve it's, Dev defends DLC concerns. Let me. Look I think at it's that. an unfortunate reality that no most most games are not going to do that. There's going to always but, be but some even, incentive to buy something. Even if they were specific enough to say that all future maps free, will be free. Yeah, maps are a big deal. That's fantastic. But, well, here's the thing, though. With that specific game, the maps are not the main draw. The monsters are the main draw. So mm, they ma- they make them DLC on purpose. That's probably, like, pandering. Oh, the maps are free. It's like it's like a red herring yeah, to like, draw attention off of. You can't what what, what the, the master plan you is. You can't play with fifty percent of the monsters because they're DLC unless you buy them. But but our maps are free. <laughs> That's true. I wouldn't be yes, surprised. Yes, you know, the uh, one of the co-founders. There's an article on Gamespot about him clearing up some DLC issues that they've been that people have been complaining about. Is uh, he did say that. None of the DLC that they have announced is done or will be done when the game launches. Yeah. So it's good to know that. Like the monster they just announced two days ago, the behemoth, is not done. Um, but I, I can't see anything about how much that costs. That's all right. If those cost and you know all, $5. As, okay, here it is. All DLC maps and new modes will be free. Right. Yep, exactly. So you have to pay Good for call. monsters. Nice. In, in addition, all Evolve players, whether or not they purchase any new hunters or monsters, will be able to play together. That's why they did that. So. Yep. So the monsters cost money. The main point of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Oh, uh, boy. It's not like it was but a yes, game. It, that does, was it does look like waiting the monsters and characters you have to buy yeah, i mean yeah for sure it's not like that is a game i was looking forward to or i can i'm not mad because i don't care but yes same with me but still that is it's just a go figures look it's another one yeah that's frustrating another example of where this industry is going there's I... still some good developers though yeah of course just 
Yeah, I mean, I mean it's not all doom and gloom, but no. we. I was talking. I don't know if I. I think it was just me and Josh, but I. I don't know what I'm really looking forward to. This year, in terms of a game, mm. and and me you neither. said that, and I brought up the Destiny DLC. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, not a new <sighs> game, just DLC. <laughs> Uh, how about games? Anything, yeah. Josh? Because usually you're the most learned on these. Uh, yeah, Nick and I were actually talking about it earlier. It's Hotline Miami 2. Yeah, which I forgot about, and I'm very excited for that. But that's going to be such a short experience. Yeah, anyway. what What about big retail titles that, for example, something something that I'd be interested in? Can you help me I out? I mean, Metal Gear comes out uh, this year. Yeah, okay. and I was actually going to say, one comes out this month, which you may be very interested in, Alex, is Dying Light. Dying Light. And what is that? Yes. It's like a, it's kind of like a Dead Island. It's a zombie game, but it's also a free runner. It's like Mirror's zombies. Edge with zombies. I'm interested. Yeah, it's like a Dying Light meets Mirror's Edge, essentially. I'm uh, interested. Did I say Dying Light meets Mirror's Edge? Yes, yeah, you did. did. The, <laughs> game, the game itself. <laughs> Mirror's Edge. We we look graciously let you go with that one. <laughs> take yeah, take a look at it. Um, All right. What else come out this year's big Halo? Obviously, Batman, which I can't wait for. Uh, See, it's not it's new, but new. I can look forward to yeah. it. Um, Dark Dark Souls. Dark Souls. I d- I am I excited for that actually. Mortal I love Kombat. the name of it. Oh, Mortal um, Kombat. Okay, now I'm now I'm looking yep. forward to at least one thing. Um, I'm really looking forward to. A game called The Division. It's a Tom Clancy game. Uh, that one. It's 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 like an open world third person RPG. That's the one that shooter. showed like all the different changing seasons and whatever. Like that is that it? That yes. was like the main yep. trailer. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, so I have high hopes for that, but we'll see when it actually comes out. Notice that I did not pay attention to what the game is all i remember is that it has changing seasons <laughs> like oh what the fuck? fuck i don't know how we're forgetting this game has this a one. dog yeah exactly like exactly <laughs> yes nick there's a big there's the two fuck? big ones which <laughs> there's two big ones you forgot about one i guess you can't really play is bloodborne no i can't play that and that's why i'm writing it off because i don't I don't want to buy a PS4 just for that. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But uh, The Witcher. You're right. I am very excited mm. for The Witcher. Yeah, that's that's close. That's February, that's right? That's close, yeah. Sweet. And um, I think today started The Witcher 2 for free on 360. Oh, that's awesome. I recommend playing that for our listeners. Yeah, that, Nick, I, I know I would like that. My stupid completionist aspect is one something that I would have to play. Oh, no. No. I mean... I could dive into two and not feel bad. You could dive into two, and the only thing you wouldn't um, be familiar with is really uh, a Geralt's backstory, the main guy, the Witcher, and, um, at, like, one or two characters you encounter. Other than that, it doesn't matter. I better uh, I better at least download it then and just have yeah, it. Yeah, you, you, you seriously should, because it's... um. It's it's right up your alley, Alex. I think you would. Yeah, I I'm think sure you it would, would be enjoy from it. You told me um, that game was that game was like way better than I thought it was going to be because Witcher One was Witcher One was fun. I had a good time with it. I just recently played it like last year, um, 
it was more of a p it was more pc oriented and then two went more for at least i played i played it on 360 i didn't play it on it was like dragon age origins to two yeah it was yes pretty much it's um they did make some shitty gameplay stuff like choices that kind of pissed me off but if you hadn't played the first one it won't matter um those games are just real cool. Like that that's a that's a fantasy universe that when you look at it and read about it and hear about it, it doesn't sound like anything unique, but when you're playing it and like going through the plot and learning more about that universe, it it's totally unique. It's real cool. I I don't I don't know how else to explain a lot of it. Um it has a lot of HP Lovecraft mythology, which is interesting. Um, obviously it's a lot of fantasy. I don't know if there were, yeah, there's elves. There's, there's, I mean, it has, it has all those fantasy tropes, typical monsters, but I don't know. I, I think you should play it, Alex. I think you would like it. I don't know if that's anything that is even remotely going to happen anytime soon, but I'm soon, probably not, but I've, I considered it for a long time and the fact that it's free makes it very appealing. I love just having stuff on my hard drive, not having to switch discs and all that crap. Yep. Um, Playtime, what sp- would you estimate, if I'm just flying through I it? was about to just guess. Um, maybe 20 to 30 hours. It wasn't crazy long. Um, okay. And, and I did That's a lot of the extra stuff because I wanted to, but it, it's one of those games where once I got near the end, I was like, yeah, I didn't really need to do a lot of that. So... Mm-hmm. It it does have that stuff. It doesn't really have collectibles though that I remember, which Sweet. is which is awesome. the the only The only thing that you would maybe consider a collectible is maybe specific missions that are like, "Hey, get this many things." But but in terms of there's two hundred of these spread out across the entire game. Like I don't remember that, and that's that's really nice lately in an RPG to not worry about. Um, but I, yeah, it looked great. It had a good story. I, I was going to, I almost put that game on my top 10 because I technically played it last year. Um, this isn't spoiling anything, Alex. You have a choice at the end of that game to fight the boss or not fight the boss. And wow. I loved that. That, yeah. That, that is sweet. The, the whole, everything building up to that, and, like, it made sense, all the dialogue, you you can talk to who you're technically supposed to be fighting. He's, they basically are just like, hey, like, they they come to, like, a mutual agreement, and then it, they leave it up to you what you want to do, and it's so cool. I loved that. I was like, normally at the end of the game, their ending sequences are always shitty. Like, they, they try to make it hard. Or they throw a ton of enemies at you just to make it longer, or the boss counter boss encounter isn't very interesting. But that was a great way to end that game. Like it felt appropriate and it saved time. <laughs> I just I was at that point when I was playing it, I was like, I just want to finish this game, and I got to that, and it was like, Hey, do you do you wanna fight him or whatever? And no, I didn't, and I talked to him and the game was over and it ended really well. And I loved it. <laughs> that's that's sweet. That is really. It cool. was that was something so 
unseen before for me in a game. And especially a fantasy game. Like, one of those fantasy RPGs, like, you never expect something like that. So, and and the thing is, is you might not even realize that was a choice. That's why I feel like I'm not spoiling it for you, because you could easily just fight them and think you were supposed to. Mm-hmm. So, it that was just really cool. I love that. Hopefully 3 is awesome. I'm excited that it's an open world, because those games were tied to specific little maps that you jumped between. It wasn't like this big open thing. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's not they weren't open world. That's like a that's definitely <clears throat> a new thing for the third one. <clears throat> and I uh I I'm pretty sure I'm not going to play it on PC because we talked about it in one of the earlier podcasts. <clears throat> I wasn't sure what the requirements were going to be for that game and my computer just gets the minimum. So I'll probably just end up getting it Ooh. on Xbox rather than uh throwing some money to upgrade your PC. Yeah, I I mean, I could. I could just get a new graphics card and I'd be totally okay, but maybe we'll cross that bridge when it when it's actually released. You know what? I'm going to wait and see what people say about it for everything cuz anymore it's a total like toss up whether it's going to run on PC or it's going <laughs> to have all these problems on Xbox or if it's going to be playable in any form. So, I'm just going to... I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just going to wait. Yeah, you're right. All games come out lately, and they play really well, and they're good, and not shitty. I still kind of want to play Unity, but I don't see myself ever doing that. I'll play it for $5. Maybe 10 Because it, People didn't like it as a creature. As a game like itself. all the shit... Aside, it's the the actual game. People didn't really. Yeah, like on it, top right? of all the on to, on top of all the like technical problems, it sounded like it was not a good game at all. I want. I do want to see it though, and that's my problem. Is I like. I just, I just want to see how pretty it is. Yeah. And yeah, I was. And I've always been a fan of. This. I was considering that game today. I was just thinking, like, I kind of wish I could play it. Like, I want to play it. I could if I wanted to, but I mean. It just, the, the whole it not being even a worthy addition to that series, even though there's too many games already, like, just makes me not want to at all. Yeah, I don't see myself ever getting around to it. Which is a shame. It'll be the first one I've not played. That would be the first one I haven't played, yeah. Franchises need to die. They They don't need to be around for as long as that already has been around and it hasn't even been that long <laughs> and there's like no end in no sight there's either. no end in sight that's gotta be getting close to one of the longest running franchises ever probably not well not ever but i mean i guess currently still being produced i'm trying to think of anything else call of duty uh i'm same storyline let's go with that like same yeah, okay. Yeah, that's true. That makes it different. I'm not sure. I couldn't think of one right now. Yeah, no, you, can, you can't say the Final Fantasy. No, you can't. They don't count. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Halo's getting to five, and it's a whole other planned trilogy, so that'll get it to six. What's ha- Master Chief. What's Halo? Wise. I don't even Halo know Halo. what that I, word is. 
I do kind of want to go to the beta again, though, since I added that map in, in the new game mode and new weapons and whatever. It's almost over, too, I think, right? The 18th, yeah. I believe. And I haven't played it since they've added all that new stuff. I haven't either. I still don't really care. Uh, yeah, I don't care. That, that was where I was going with that. <laughs> I kind of want to play it, but I actually don't care. I really don't care. Yeah. Alex, have you played any more of it? Play any more of what? I'm sorry. Halo 5. Uh, barely at all. Yeah, I didn't think so. It's whatever. I'm, I'm honestly nervous that when it releases, I won't play it too much. I'll play the campaign and then just, just put you're, it aside. You're I had, nervous. I had one really, really good night <clears throat> last week with it, um, with like Yaley and Rave P and a couple guys, but I mean, it was just one, Good session. We played a lot of Breakout because I do like Breakout. I think it's fun, but it's still it's not captivating to me, you know. So wait, did you did play it since it updated? Because I think Breakout was what got added. I think there was an. I yeah, thought you were talking about a, another things. more recent one. There's t- there's they three added game, another game type. game types now. Interesting. And did they they added a new weapon at one point too? I don't know what it was. Yeah, the only thing I'm familiar with is Breakout. I yeah, I have no idea about a weapon. They just added the the hardcore esque sort of mode. Oh yeah, the, that's which, which is interesting that Halo is now going to. That's have that. the one. Yeah, you have one life. Is that Breakout, Alex? No, no, that's no, Breakout. No, no. Yeah, no. There's a there's an actual like hardcore esque mode where like your shields are like cut in half. Oh, oh, and whatnot. The good news is they added a Halo Four only playlist to MCC, and that Ooh. I'm very happy about. They added that back. That's what I was told. Does it work? Good. I haven't obviously haven't played it yet. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's if the it main, does, the then important. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be playing that a lot if that is a thing. I haven't touched MCC in a long nope. time. Nope. Me either. Which saddens me a bit. Makes me sad too. You know what? I wasted money on it. Fuck. I I blame I blame three four three. For my Destiny addiction. <laughs> I kind of do too. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, there's definitely some truth to that for both of if you. If that guys. game was not broken, I would have not gone back to Destiny. Yeah, that's, you wouldn't have gone back to it. That's exactly right, because you weren't really yep. playing it. Mm-hmm. Fuck. I'll say that, <laughs> I think we said it last time, though, Destiny made me happy that I have a current console. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I, yeah, I can't, I can't complain. I, really like that game i like it better than halo i'm kind of glad i didn't play halo (laughs) wow i don't think i'd ever i don't think i ever anticipated myself saying me either for sure me either yeah oh how the times change one one fuck up of an early release that should not have been released ruins everything yeah sucks whatever you guys want to well we're a little over an hour in do you want to end this one Yeah, it's about that time. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, follow our Twitters, and like our Facebook page. Now off to some destiny. One day I'll fly again.